This is the Music Storm podcast where we discuss so many angles from artists, producers, to listeners, but with the main interest with the music industry as a whole. Today, we have Liam joining. How are you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I'm uh, I'm feeling good today. I uh, I just got off work and like I was freezing in that cold today. So um, I'm feeling nice now that I'm inside just chilling. Yeah, I did. What is it? Shoveling just like, what is it? A couple hours ago. And I'm like, I, I need a shower right away. And it's, it's so bad. Oh, I was like complaining about like just my walk from like my car to like the store and I was just like not okay. Not okay. No. <laughs> so some of the listeners probably don't know you, of course, Liam. So like Oh yeah. Absolutely. Who's like so just like this dude? It's just some dude, you know. He's just his friend, friend hanging out. Um yeah, it, I'm uh I I do a couple I do a lot of multiple I, I do an array of things. Um but mostly I drum in uh, bands in the scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do, I have, I have a couple of projects, uh, Memorial Brigade uh, being my main project right now, kind of working with uh, me and a lot of talented musicians. Okay. And then um, I also play drums for uh, uh, an indie artist uh, named Tuva Bergstrom. Tuva Bergstrom. What, what's yeah. that? What's that? Okay. Tell me a little bit about that. She's... Um, really interesting artist i love her songs um but she's kind of like an indie pop artist i would say Um, or at least that's what i would clarify it as um and yeah she needed some drums and she was like do you want to do it and i was like i mean sure i would absolutely love to so i was like yeah sweet and so we just started jamming and felt felt right and we had a pretty good show i think or at least one show so far only one show dan yeah you need to have more shows in the back burner yeah don't worry about that exactly exactly i don't have the job yet (laughs) (laughs) it's a work in progress it's it's slow yeah yeah it hasn't happened quite yet (laughs) hopefully hopefully so let's go to start at the beginning liam what got you into music and i know that i think you have a hip-hop thing that you do on the side as well yeah yeah i uh i kind of it's mixed between electronic music and hip hop mm-hmm. and it's more just like hip hop, like influences, oh, like kind of like something like the 808s and like the like 16th note rhythms that like a lot of like hip hop uses. Like that's usually what I tend to like drive my like inspiration from. Um, but yeah, like I kind of do that stuff on the side because yeah. like funny enough, um, like I started producing before I even drummed. Like Ooh. I've been producing for a very long time. Like, and it's because I just used to be into like electronic music. Like Dead Mouse was like such like a huge inspiration for me. It was ridiculous. Yeah. It was like like such a huge obsession with like wanting to like make music like him. So I was like you like messing with Ableton since I was like a little kid. Wow. Um and like just like developing like interesting music like that. I uh I had always been in drum lessons. Um it made sense to just keep on doing music. So mm. um yeah, that's a uh, that's like kind of like my kind of like origins. I uh, the origin I was, story of Liam. <laughs> yeah, I I always just love listening to music. That's kind of it. Like I I yeah, a young age, my dad always showed me like concerts too. Like yeah. um, he was a huge like metal fan, like Iron Maiden mm. and stuff like that. So like obviously you know huge influences growing up. You know I listened to like bands like Rat and uh, like Black Sabbath. And oh stuff like that. yeah the hard stuff okay okay yeah like kind of like bands that were like you know like my dad's like cup of tea and like i i like some of them still but i mean it's you know what got me into like you know 
rock and you know other stuff that i do now yeah yeah so like your influences were like the hard metal stuff and everything and that so like how did you like how did you find i guess these bands and everything in the scene and just found a niche for yourself i guess liam then uh i don't know i honestly <laughs> i um i i i've always just like kind of gone with the flow i like we especially with memorial like the stuff that we've done like it was kind of just like we loved playing music together because like like me nick and zach were like tight i mean i'm yeah. sure probably like when you interviewed dos he was probably saying, saying the same thing like you know we, it was us kind of like we were tight and then we asked a couple people to come play with us because you know like we we're like really good friends with Derek and like Jordan's obviously always yeah. been around hanging out with us because, you know, he, uh, she's Zach's sister. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we were like, it just kind of made sense to like do the band thing. And um, then like one day Nick was like, sign us up for a gig. And we kind of just started like meeting people through there. And I give most of the credit, like this is like, I'm going on record and not saying like, like, when it comes to meeting people and being such a nice genuine person like nick does such a huge job with that like mm-hmm. he's a very like opening welcoming guy and i, I just give a guy give a shout out to the homie because like shout out to homie nick he's a he's a really good dude and like i think he's helped us a lot with like meeting new people because you know nothing wrong with everyone else but you know sometimes we can just be you know a little like like shyish and nick is very like outgoing and he helps us meet new people. Well, yeah, you need that in the band. If you don't have much outgoing people, that's not going to go out well for collaborations yeah. or meeting with well, exactly. And and he's and exactly. He's plus he's just like a he's a solid dude. So I mean, it it's just a uh, he's been like helpful with like us growing and like you know being more comfortable just doing stuff like yeah. like on stage and I think he's like help just overall with like the writing and the direction we're going mm-hmm. in now too that's good but that's good it's a good direction so like i hope what? that answered your question <laughs> <laughs> that's fine that's fine okay. okay let's go to like go back a bit go back to the very very beginning so like of course you got influences from your dad and everything how did you pick up an instrument and everything how did that first go about then um so uh <laughs> and i guarantee you um uh, if Emily Reese is listening right now. Um, sorry, I called you up by name. Um, uh, <laughs> she's probably gonna immediately know uh, the answer to this. Originally, when I was young, my parents signed me up for like music lessons, mm-hmm. and um, I never really picked up drums per se. Um, I I started playing guitar, and I couldn't like quite get the rhythms at all. Um, it was like my hands couldn't quite figure out what I wanted to do. And like, even the songs I learned, like I just, I didn't feel like right playing it. And um, in the same room that I would take these lessons in, there was like this big drum kit on like a huge, like like stand. And my teacher would occasionally like, go and leave for like, just to get a coffee and like, you know, get his notes prepared and stuff like that. And like, while he would go do that, I would like go sneak on the drums and like start like playing like a beat and oh. stuff like that. And um, I, I was literally like, like queen, like, like stomp, stomp, clap stuff. Like it wasn't like oh, yeah. anything amazing, but it was just like stuff like I remembered like hearing when I was like a kid. And uh, I used to do that all the time. And until one point the guitar teacher was like, okay, like you clearly don't like guitar, just do drums. And that's when I started like picking up drums. And for a while i wasn't like really focused on it it was much more when like i got to high school like when i started actually like improving and getting you start the band like, up and everything okay 
yeah, yeah. like started getting better and stuff like that it started giving me a reason to practice too because i mean for me like i've always liked playing it sometimes i found myself like no not practicing as much as i should when like i don't have a goal in mind <laughs> Got it. But, yeah yeah that's cool yeah i I never, I did a guitar class in high school and everything. It was like, I forget what year. I think it was grade nine or 10 and everything. And I just tried to pick it up and everything. Um, and I just could not remember anything to do with the keys and just my hand gestures and everything. The only thing I remember from guitar lesson from school and everything was just basically G and E minor. That's all I still remember. Uh, like literally like, like you got the basic chords down. The though, basic, like... that's all I got because it's like, I tried F, it's just like, it's too hard with the fingers moving them. And like, I'm gonna be honest, like, especially like when I see like, like really good guitarists, like my mind always gets blown. Like how, the, like, how does your brain work that yeah. fast? Yeah. <laughs> like, I just don't, I just don't get how. It, it always feels like they, it's just some magic to me. I don't know. I know, right? And, well, and it's like, for me, like a lot of like my playing just comes from my feel and stuff like that, you know? Like, I just like, I, it's works. always like drums that like, cause, I always like to use like inspirations from different artists in my playing. And I always love like grabbing from like cool songs. That I like, like I use, um, there's a couple of songs where I use some, like smells like teen spirit fills. Oh, okay. And, like, it's just like songs. Like I like using like little like nods to, and like cheat your just, way with like, it. Okay. Yeah. It just makes my playing like a little bit more fun too. I don't know. You can call me a, like a, a ripoff artist. I don't know. <laughs> But like, I'm just gonna be in the next show. Yo, that's that's from Team Spirit. How could you? <laughs> you monster. monster. But like, yeah, it, it it. I just love like using that type of influence in my playing. It just it it makes uh, just overall like having fun with the guys like even better. Yeah, it makes it a lot more fun. Makes it more enjoyable, and you want to continue more into drumming. If you don't have fun with it, then why even pursue it in the first place, right? Well, exactly i mean yeah. it's all it's i mean it's all about just consistency i think you know yeah. like i always come back to it at some point so i mean that's the main thing <laughs> i hope one day you don't just drop drum well do you think you'll drop drumming at some point or no no i th i think i i just love doing it so much it <laughs> it really does like i don't know you can call call it a hipstery but it does act like a therapy in a lot of ways especially like the way it gets out like you know a lot of like angers and stuff like that like you can go like focus on something that requires like your body completely like doing a bunch of rhythms in unison so it just it kind of like has always been like a good place to like go to to like focus and put my energy into and made me feel like more productive yeah <laughs> nice nice i like that so do you think you could get better as a musician like for drumming i guess yes practice and everything but with your other projects and everything, how do you think you could achieve getting better as a musician or just producer or anything like that? Well, you know what? Like, I got so much to learn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, at the end of the day, I mean, I have, like, you can always be learning something. Even, like, the most experienced people know, like, know that there's always more to learn. I, I think, for me, I have, like, the stuff I like playing, but I still have tons of work to do when it comes to, like, how clean I play my stuff and you know how like I set up my drums and you know I, I there's still some stuff I do that are like kind of like amateur mistakes but I mean whatever it's not like a huge deal it's more about having fun playing and yeah. I just enjoy like having like a good time I think a lot of people take music very very seriously 
and thing like you need to be like super serious all the time like we are like here to do music but i mean at the end of the day like you just it's a fun time people are hanging out yeah. it's not like you should always be focused on like the little details yeah you're making music for other people to enjoy and if you're enjoying it that's that's the main thing out of being a musician yeah yeah i think i think it's just like you know you're you're just you're just having like a good time like i mean people don't really notice mistakes unless like you know you really make a big scene out of it and like <laughs> other than that no one really cares i, I think unless you want to make a big scene out of it like you <laughs> yeah exactly it, it, unless it's part of the act and then that's like just yeah. some genius shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> i can't <laughs> wait for the next right hmm? <laughs> what it's some Kanye shit right there <laughs> yeah. Yo, the next, the next show that I see, oh, him just breaks the drums. I'm out of this shit. <laughs> oh, I, I would totally pay to levitate out of a building one day. Like, okay, wait, 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 do you know what I'm talking about when Kanye levitated out of the Mercedes-Benz Stadium? <laughs> I would love to do that one day. What's the writing process like for your music? I guess with your solo stuff as well with bands that you worked with. Like, do you do anything special at all? Um, well, you know what, like a lot of the writing comes from us just sitting down and jamming it out. I mean, I'm always there. For, I think a lot of the the balls get snowballed from like Zach and Nick writing guitar riffs and us kind of going around some of the guitar riffs. I mean, I always like sitting down with Nick while he's like writing it anyways, because we're like me and him have been chilling for like 18 years. So I mean, like we're always around each other, really. So I mean, at some point you know he just starts coming up with an idea and then i'm like oh that would be cool if we did this and then yeah. it kind of go goes into like zach sitting down with us and he'll be like oh it'd be cool if we did this and it kind of grows from there or sometimes like nick will come in with like a full idea or zach will come in with like a full idea or Derek will come in with a full idea i mean it it's a mixture between that type of stuff yeah. but you put your little input a little bit with the drums of course but yeah yeah, yeah. i i um I come in. I I just play the drums. I I, I feel like you're the just the drum guy. <laughs> well, you know what? I I dictate where the song kind of goes, but yeah. I don't necessarily like write the chords or anything like that. Just because you know, I think Zach and Nick and Derek they know so much about chords and how to play guitar really well. And you know, I just I don't feel like the input I can give unless you know obviously I have something in mind to change. Yeah. I, you know, I I don't feel like I need to mess with their core choices or anything like that too much. They usually come with pretty solid ideas, and you know, if the songs are good, I mean, I don't want to mess with that. I think a lot of our songs sound really cool. So yeah, that's the main thing, and you don't want to mess with that. <laughs> exactly, I, and like I, I still have stuff that I'm writing that will probably be used at some point. But I mean, as of right now, like the direction we're going in, just it has like a specific sound that's really difficult to write in. So I mean, it's if they have ideas ready to go, I mean, I'm ready to just drum. That's good. That's good. I like that. So what do you do when you're not doing music, Liam? So like, of course, you have a job in that. But like, other than that, do you have like hobbies? Do you paint? Like what do you do uh, I, I don't know i don't, I don't know man yeah <laughs> uh, yeah i uh i do have hobbies um yeah. i i paint i um sorry if you're clicking by the way this is like a toy that... oh, <laughs> i do yeah, that with the odd time with a little tripod here and there so okay, okay. I got, i'm glad i'm not the only one because yeah. like, like i i can't um but yeah so um i paint um it's like something i've really enjoyed doing for couple like i think three or four years now i um 
I've always been like someone that has doodled as a kid, but I never like started like painting, painting until a couple of years ago because I, I just kind of started like, I want to get out of my comfort zone in a weird way. Like show at this point for context, when I started doing it, COVID was around. So I, th- I don't know at, at that point it was maybe a year ago when I started doing like actual painting on canvas, oh, but okay. it was when like COVID started hitting and we couldn't do shows. And I wanted to like start just putting myself like outside of my comfort zone to like, I think it helps you like become a better like artist overall if you have to like think outside of the box and something that you haven't necessarily done before. So, I mean, I just started painting. Um, and then as I started painting, I really started like finding artists I enjoyed and started like kind of like using some of their influence. And it just became like this thing where I did did my own kind of like style um I, I don't claim to like have a bunch of knowledge uh, knowledge on um like different like techniques and like design styles but i uh, i just like doing it because it's really fun yeah. <laughs> and yeah i the only thing is canvas is super expensive and, oh yeah like, definitely and i have like in the in the time i started i have like easily <laughs> How many paintings would you say I have, Carly? Carly's by, here, by the way. Like, Carly, hi, hi, Carly. Hi. Yeah. Uh, I'd say you know, like 20 paintings in this room. Well, 20. Well, yeah, but then, well, and that's not even including the stuff in the basement, which has oh, probably 15 Lord. paintings each, and there's five boxes. They don't, they're just everywhere. And that's not including the mantles I made, everywhere. too. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so I made probably, I'm going to guess 65 to 75 paintings. I'm probably gonna guess there because I have a lot of like the, the tiny ones too, and you have little ones, you have big ones. Yeah, I made so much art I couldn't walk in my room, so I had to put it all in the basement because like I ran out of room, and I like my paintings a lot, so I don't really sell a lot of them. Or if I do, I yeah, I I don't really like sell a lot of them. I just like my paintings. So, but yeah, um it's uh it's been something i like doing i'm surprised you don't sell your like i have a friend that does painting and everything he loves to paint and everything and he started to just sell his stuff actually this 20 yeah 2021 and everything and he's been doing great for like selling and marketing and that i could send you his stuff but yeah like honestly i say if you love painting so much yeah start selling them and get money's worth out of it and so you can buy more supplies get painting and that that's the thing that is true. Well, you know what? I mean, I yeah. enjoyed it. And I, I think my whole fear was like, I was worried about someone just like breaking my stuff. And like, not because like, I think people are going to like go out of their way to do it, but you know, accidents happen, you know, houses are houses. Sometimes an animal knocks it over. Sometimes like, you know, someone accidentally spills something on it. Like, you know, that, that happens all the time. Yeah. So I just, I, I think that's what, that was one of my worries, but I mean, at the end of the day, well, like, not like I need 75 paintings in my house. Oh, yeah, I think that too. some hoarder stuff. So <laughs> I think I'm going to probably sell some of them because I need some space. And I think like having a bunch of them in the basement, isn't going to make that better. <laughs> probably just going to like, just, yeah, leave the dust right there. Yeah. That's not going to do anything. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got them in trash bags, so they don't get <laughs> dust. <laughs> It's not even better, man. Yeah, they don't get air. They get trash bags. But you know what? That's There's no dust in there. I hope nothing gets under there like a spider. But or I mean, well, a mouse or something. Well, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. And I mean, like, I don't think mouse is going to mess up too many paintings. At the worst, that's like a couple paintings as an L. 
I put them on a shelf. All right, we're getting sidetracked. <laughs> we're getting sorry. sidetracked on that. That's fine. It's fine. Yeah, sorry. So, what do you suggest to someone that's trying to get into going back into music? What do you suggest to someone trying to get into music right now, Liam? Uh, I think the main thing is just like enjoy like playing music first. Like find like the reason why you care about music before yeah. you even get like listen to music. I think that's the main thing. Like just enjoy like doing the art itself. And mm. you'll eventually find like a reason to practice or a reason to keep on doing, you know, whatever you want. I, I just think you have to find that like passion first and then you can go ahead. And I mean, for me, it took a while. Like it took like listening to music and appreciating like really good, well-written music until I was like, okay, like this is like something I want to do. Like this yeah. is something I, I want to do. This would be cool to do. And once you have that passion, I mean, like, you're, you're going to put in the work. I mean, I feel like a lot of people have, like, the same type of work ethic. As long as they love doing it, they're going to keep on doing it. Oh, yeah, that's the main thing. Like, if you have the work ethic and you put your mind to it, it's going to make something out of it, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. Uh, and I mean, like, especially, like, you know, it's, like, with any art, I mean, it, like, you can be, like, good at something and keep on doing other things and, like, just, like, keep on learning, too. Well, yeah, you learn every single day on some you at least learn something new every single day i hope but even with music you learn something every single time you pick up an instrument i think well yeah i just like i just like listening to like good music and yeah. i mean and then once i started like actually appreciating it i got a lot better at like practicing and getting better and then yeah that's when you start like getting more outside of your comfort zone and mm. i mean sometimes that's a good thing and i was really privileged in the sense of the music lessons um i had when i was growing up yeah they put on the like, concerts every year and like you'd have to perform in front of like all the parents and oh, yeah i mean like that might be like a small feat to some people but for like a like four-year-old anxious me like that was like not okay yeah not okay <laughs> well yeah, yeah that was not okay and like <laughs> um when i when i did it like i was like so far like so like I, I couldn't get comfortable at all I felt like I was like frozen but you know like I just kept doing it and the more I did it the like better it got like and now I just feel like I'm completely comfortable on stage I don't really feel like worried at all I just kind of like relax yeah have a couple but, of drinks then you're good exactly honestly I just stay chill I don't I, I usually I try to stay as sober as I can before shows okay. because like I, I always like all right if if i'm like too fucked up i'm gonna like make an ass of myself because <laughs> i'm gonna play really bad and i there's like certain exceptions to that rule when it comes to shows but i mean for the most part i i, I could not do it i i would be too worried about messing up yeah it's fine it's fine yeah you, you just it, it would no longer be fun it would no longer be fun oh, okay yeah. yeah 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 like for me i was in what is it when I was in elementary school, I did like those school plays and everything and that and like, oh, yeah. oh, geez, like 400 parents just watching you in the gymnasium trying to sing your heart out. Yeah. Nah, nah, oh, nah, my God. Nah, nah, fam. I hated that. And it was I, uh, terrible. There's some moments where like I was like, this is like my my light. This is my spotlight. I remember like when I had to dress up as an elf as like a little kid. That was like the time of life, time of my life. That's only because there was like a bunch of other kids on stage with me, oh, as God. opposed to like the drum lessons I had. It was just me and like three other people, so like they knew if I messed up. Oh, yeah. but it, 
when I was like a little kid and like there's like 14 kids that like kind of know the lyrics but kind of don't know the lyrics behind you like it makes you a lot more comfortable <laughs> it's it's the best part and even when I was in a band too it's like oh I'm in a band in a what is it band concert and everything I'm probably the only trombone player out of like six other players so i could be like okay i'm just not gonna play the odd note here and there yeah i know it's bad <laughs> that's what happened i played trumpet in high school but the reason why i say trumpet in high school is because it ended in high school because <laughs> i was just not good at it i tried to be good at it but it was just it never happened yeah. because i just for some reason cannot pick it up i think i'm like during my time as like my a trumpet player i realized like the main thing about like band instruments is that i hate like wind-based instruments <laughs> it's yeah, just it's everyone hates much, the winds much effort. everyone hates <laughs> the winds people if you're a trombone player or a trumpet any brass instrument player just hates the wind <laughs> just yeah also it's just not as fun as like playing drums so that, that too yeah it was just it for me it was just not as fun <laughs> um but yeah it was just not uh it, i i did not enjoy playing the trumpet yeah. <laughs> heck with the trumpet we don't need them yeah so uh, I would always, I would always mess up and yeah. just like chill in the background. All right. Sorry. Continue what you're going to say. <laughs> um, so what are like artists that you hope to be working with in the future, Liam? Well, I mean, honestly, just, uh, right now I, <laughs> I just keep on keeping on. I just enjoy this, the projects I'm in. And right now I think it's just, I'm really good friends with everyone I'm playing music with. So okay. Okay. I think I'm content where I'm at. I hope that's a good answer, but I'm content. You don't typically hear that from people. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, I want to work with this artist. I want to, like, yeah, I like that. that you're yeah, the first well, you person know, like, I'm like, yo, that's nice. Hey, first yeah. person. I hope I don't look too red in this light. I, I, look like, I look like I'm red, buddy, so it's fine. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I mean, it, it, it's just the lighting. I feel like yeah. if, like, I got some makeup on, like, that, like, most, like, like, like Joe Rogan's definitely got some makeup dudes. Oh, if Joe Rogan doesn't have makeup, then that's BS. <laughs> like... I'm endorsing him. That's that's just, that's just saying. We're endorsing <laughs> Joe Rogan. Joe, Joe Rogan podcast. We're endorsing it on the small little oh. Winnipeg podcast here. Oh, God. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Wait, you got I a didn't... tattoo now? In your arm? Oh, yes. I got uh, that new? another Are one. Yeah, oh god, why can't I get it out? There we go. Oh jeez, nice. Yeah. Okay. It, um it's pretty chill. I um shout out Albert Street Tattoos, uh mm. Draven Toes, um A tier tattoo artist. Mm. She's done all my tattoos, you see. And she is very professional and like kind and nice to work with. And especially like when you have like a design that you really want, she's good at like capturing a good idea. But that's my my shout out friend, homie. Good shout out. Good shout out. Yeah. Man, man. Might have to talk to her about, might might talk to you about a deal, maybe possibly in the future. Oh, yeah. Well, like, you, like she's like, she actually has availability. I mean, obviously not now because. Oh, yeah. COVID. 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 But I mean, when it's not a th like as bad, it's probably going to be open. Okay. But we'll, uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll talk. We'll talk. Any word on new music you have going on, working on stuff with a band or 
Other I don't know. I don't know how like quiet D was about this, but um. Oh, by the way, when I say D, uh, that that that's that, the guitarist yeah. in my band. I don't know why I failed to mention that at the whole interview. Um. Yeah, that's the guitarist in my band. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, or in our band. Just um, quickly messaging him. It's, now, it's like, now, yo, is this fine? Now me. This is now a solo project. Um, in the band, his name is Derek. Yeah, Derek. D West. Um. Yeah, uh, when I refer to him, yeah, um, but uh, yeah, that's uh, when D West, um, um yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, that's my train of thought. <laughs> Any idea if you could talk about like new music? No, no, I don't know if, okay. yeah, I don't know if, no. um, he talked much about that, but um, yeah, we're writing stuff, we have mm-hmm. a lot of new songs ready to go, um, it's just finding time to record them and yeah. we it's very expensive and we don't really have like the money whole, and like, a lot of the budget yeah so you know it, right now it's just the unfortunate middle but we want something with a really good outcome like a good okay. product mm-hmm. um but like right now if we just wait a little bit save up some money mm-hmm. and get like a really good production i think we'll have some really good songs that yeah. will sound cool so unfortunately right now it's just a limbo for memorial mm-hmm. and um and with a uh, Tuva, we just we'll keep on jamming, and she ha- she always has kind of like new songs and new stuff she's working on. So mm-hmm. it's kind of just ha- as fast as we can go. Yeah, I like that. Well, it's up in the air. There, you could honestly confirm that there is like EP or album at least this year at all, or no? I want to. I want to. I want to say yeah, but like I. You don't I know. You don't. I, I don't know. Like yeah. this. It's so hard to predict the future right now, mm-hmm. like especially with, you know, the producers that we work with, yeah, or the producer that we work with. Um, <laughs> uh, like it, you know, it's just one of those things mm-hmm. where it, it's hard to find time where he doesn't want to get sick and everything. Yeah. So, well, yeah, that's, uh, that's when, cool. whenever we're able to, I want to say yes, though. Okay. I'm gonna say yes. You're gonna say yes. Okay, I'm holding. I'm gonna say you guys. yes. I'm gonna say yes. I'm we're holding you like, guys in this, and then I'm gonna send this podcast December 31st, and if there's nothing, it's just like wow, guys. Wow. Yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. So gonna be like, yo, you lied on the podcast, yo. Yo, how could you, man? It's not okay. Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, I think we're gonna. We have all the songs ready to go. Really, it's just as fast as we can record them. Yeah. And hopefully get into the studio and do a good job and again it's also so expensive too that we were and we're all very like we're all kind of broke i'm not trying to like be like whatever yeah we're all kind of broke so we're trying to like make some money you guys are 20 year olds yeah we're all basically broke at this point right now oh yeah out of school yeah (laughs) or in school Mm. too like all broke exactly i we're also we're just mega broke but we're uh we're trying to get some money we have like you know like band funds and stuff like that we do so like we we try to like get some money every week from each other so hopefully that uh, adds up to some cash and then we'll get into the studio hopefully one one day we, we hope we hope we hope we hope we hope <laughs> you hope. i hope i we want to do like shows to make money but yeah. unfortunately, we can't right now we got right? Canceled, but... yeah that got canceled i know you guys were supposed to do a show on the 14th and that sucks so yeah but yeah. i mean again it happens it's not like like it's not like the worst thing in the world as long as people are safe i'm fine but it's just it's gonna be more like difficult to raise money when we can't like you know do like public events and stuff like that and i mean at some point we'll uh we'll figure it out we'll figure out a way to get some some money i'm sure well we're we're all like capable people so we just gotta figure it out but we'll have music out 
at this we'll point, at some point this year for sure. Some point. We're holding you to it. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. What are your thoughts about artists getting into labels and such, Mr. Liam? Like, um, the idea of music industry as a whole, basically. Well, I think when it comes to that, you need to be cautious. Yeah. I think it's a lot of you it, it looks shiny and glossy mm-hmm. on the outside oh i'm signed to a record label oh, that's very cool wow i make no money from anything now thanks <laughs> like that that's it, objectively it's you're gonna make the most money when you're starting out just releasing stuff on your own because why like you're, you're gonna waste so much time and effort trying to get out of that contract than just waiting for something really good to pop up and if your music's good enough something will I I have a belief in that. I feel like if your art is generally good and you just are persistent and like at some point you have to do it because like I I always quote this author, but Charles Bukowski, he's one of my favorite poets. He he, he's written a book I called uh, I like called the last day, the last day on earth poems. Mm. Um, And he's this really inspirational story of um he was a writer his whole life Mm -hmm. but he didn't achieve any success until he was 54 but he just kept writing books and he kept on getting denied and getting denied for a long time until eventually people started realizing like the stuff he was writing was like genius and like it it, he did change the world in a lot of ways and especially american literature like he's used so much especially in modern movies i mean he's he's a really inspirational guy and i think he's the living test a testament to like if you just don't give up you're you can eventually go somewhere you know yeah. and i you know some people like want to be like the number one in the world i mean that you know is going to be a bit hard but you know making a career and like a living out of your passion that's doable that's yeah. totally doable it's totally just doable. you have to put in the work that's the only thing okay. but yeah, yeah. That, that, that would be my answer just don't get don't rush into labels or anything like that it's just a lot of like stuff that when you're ready for it it'll be natural yeah. i feel like and again you're this is from someone that has no real no experience. label or anything yeah. yeah no label or anything like that i, I that's just the gist of it I, that i get but do you yeah. think you guys want to go or yourself or even the man wants to go into a label at some point or no Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. At some point, well, just you know, with helping with exp- with fees and getting like a tour bus and like all that stuff, like that would be that would be great. Simple. But you also have to look at it's basically a loan, so you have to pay it back though. Like pronto. exactly, you're That's working for that. You're working for that, and that is just to generate more publicity for you know the brand and everything. And I don't again, I don't want to sound too businessy, but like that's essentially what it is. Yeah. You're just doing it for the band, and the band is like the business per se. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's a smart idea when you want to go on tour and like start raising money for like albums and stuff. But you have to have some ground first. You need to be making a certain amount of money before you yeah. even think about doing something like that but you know what yeah, uh, it, yeah. it's it's on the path it's just a little too early for me to say <laughs> okay okay yeah. do, do you think like i know you guys are independent and everything so do you think like ours should stay independent or they should you know um i think they i think they should stay stay independent for a little bit i think you should because i mean at the end of the day you're making the most money if you're just getting all the sales because you're doing all the work mm-hmm. and i mean most of the time it's like 
your fan base is your friends and like your family and yeah. people that just kind of start hearing about you and that's all it really is so i i have staying like local and staying to your kind of like roots and like releasing yourself that's just like a better idea for everyone because yeah. you start gaining an actual like fan base and then once you actually start taking off a bit more then i feel like then you start changing it up a bit but mm-hmm. yeah. again you, you don't know any yeah i don't know nothing. shit <laughs> please do not quote me i don't know anything yeah it's just some guy off the streets is like I, yo i'm gonna take this guy's advice from this is it like 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 the most, like, like some guy's like oh yo who's this guy oh okay <laughs> oh he drums cool, <laughs> cool. Um, <laughs> if you have listeners fans remember you about one thing liam what would you want them to remember remember you by um one thing i want people uh the listeners to remember me by yeah um all these um remember my long long pauses <laughs> um I, I i would want them just to remember to like i i i enjoy playing music and that's why i'm on here and i think people should just like if you enjoy playing something or doing something like an art or anything just keep on doing it and something will yeah, work out something will work i mean out. And people might not think other people care, but if you keep on doing it, I'm sure someone will notice. Oh, yeah. That's, that's good. I like that. I like that. Man, you, you're so, just so, so that's the end. I like it. I like it. I like it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm running for president, actually. I'm... <laughs> you mean prime minister? Get it right, man. Prime minister? Yeah. No, I'm like actually that. American. Oh, oh, oh. No, I'm, not. It, it's okay. <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> promote a small artist from i guess winnipeg or manitoba that you want people to check out yeah i'm from minnesota oh <laughs> yeah no um i know people from minnesota it's all good yeah <laughs> oh, oh I, um, yeah, small artists or small promote any small artists that you want the listeners to know my guy Oh, well, like there's so many bands I like to give a shout out to right now. So um, I'll list a couple that I really like. Brotherhood and Co. Y'all are great. Y'all, y'all are homies. You, you've great shows together. Nothing but great shows. Nice professional group of guys. Grizzly Fate, uh, my uh, homie, the homie. Uh, aka the other guitarist in my band, uh, Skelly. He is now the guitarist in Grizzly Fate. Shout out to him. He's a talented dude and he deserves it. Um, and uh you know i think those two are good shout outs like okay. I, I think those are good. Those that's, shout-outs that's good shout outs okay shout yeah. yourself out liam what do you want the people to know about you what do you got going on just um, tell people right now it's uh it's right now i'm probably going underground a little bit more i'm trying to just get some writing done with everything that i'm doing um a lot of stuff to practice for so i'm i'm just getting kind of like my bearing straight and then i think at some point i'm gonna trying to do some more producing, releasing stuff that I like doing. But I think it, right now I'm just waiting for it to feel more natural and uh, it, it doesn't feel quite natural yet. So I have to wait, but I like it. Yeah, it'll be fun. That's what I got going on. Nice. Yeah.